Hello, my dear friends. Welcome to another episode of the B-Side of Positive. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. I'm just going to talk to you guys briefly about the next phase of my spiritual awakening, growth, and self-love journey, which is learning how to dissolve the ego. Because when I strip away all of the superficial um, reactions that I have to things around me, to people around me, Behind it all is the puppet master, which is the ego, directing what I say, what I do, once again, in an attempt to make me feel safe. It's the ego who has to be right. It's the ego who has to feel important and feel unique and to feel like it's the best. But the higher path is realizing that I don't know there's love and light and uniqueness and beauty in everybody and everything and I don't care how smart you are there'll always be someone smarter how beautiful you are there'll always be someone more beautiful so the ego keeps me on this or tries to keep me on this superficial level of being the best externally and my spiritual path is one of developing myself internally, emotionally, spiritually, healing trauma, being the best human being that I can be. And I never realized how much of a slave I've been to my ego, my need to feel safe until this point in my life. And I can see every every time I've lied or manipulated or maneuvered, it was usually to get a result that I wanted, to feel safe or whatever. And a sense of safety that's external to me is shaky at best. Because as I always tell you guys, everything changes. People change, people grow apart. People get divorced, people break up, people switch jobs, like life happens. And if your sense of safety or happiness or peace is built around things external, it's shaky. Nothing is permanent. And I'm taking a good look at my ego because being a slave to my ego means that I can't be free. The ego with its jealousy, insecurity, anger, fear, all of that. The desire to be right and to feel important, all of that. Like I don't, there, there makes, it makes no sense for me to hold on to those things. And it complicates my interpersonal relationships. So if I always have to be right, then I can't listen compassionately and with loving kindness to the people around me. If I always have to prove a point, I might prove that point and it hurts someone else. And like, is it worth that? Is proving a point worth hurting someone or not having peace or not having loving and flowing energy? And my answer to that is no, it's not worth it. Now, I think there's a balance that has to be achieved where you definitely discuss things that bother you with the with the 
people in your life, but also recognizing when to let go, when to step back and say, okay, it's not worth this extreme. So that's one thing. And then that need to feel important, to feel special and unique. You know, it presents itself in my life as with my significant other, it would bother me for him to have done different activities with different people before me because the ego in me says he shouldn't have had experiences before me or loved anyone before me because I'm the best. And the more I reflect on that and even verbalizing it makes me feel really like stupid and embarrassed, but I understand like it's a human thing. The ego serves its purpose in trying to give us a sense of safety. And if I feel like I'm the best and most wonderful person in someone's life, then that means they'll be reluctant to leave me or let me go or whatever. And that goes back to that sense of safety that I didn't get growing up. And so that's why it's so important, friends, to take the time to know yourself. I really wanted to do a podcast on the gift of solitude and being alone because I think it's in these times that I've grown the most, gotten to know myself the most, and taken the time to dig deep, not scratch the surface, but dig deep and heal trauma to expose those things in me that I hide from because I don't like them. And after I got divorced and moved to a new city, I was by myself, but I had an incredible social life, always going out, always doing things and feeling like that was freedom and that was happiness. But it honestly was just a distraction from the work I needed to do. And so I moved into a season of being alone in the sense that I don't have a full social calendar, don't have a ton of people and friends in my life, just a close knit group of maybe one or two friends that I can truly call friends and then my close family members. And when I moved into that season, it was terrifying. And I was depressed. I felt like I didn't matter. Why don't I have friends? Why is my social life like it is? And then the pandemic made it even more, it made the solitude feel even heavier. Until at the end of the year, I suffered like my biggest tragedy and I went through that by myself. And it, it showed me that I'm capable. And after that, I still needed to embrace solitude because there were still parts of me that felt like, I don't like this. I don't like the quietness. I don't like the stillness because I've always been around other people. But it's only recently that I realized the peace and the quiet and the stillness are everything. I get the t to take the time to listen to myself, to know what's in my heart, to heal, and to do that on my own terms. I couldn't do that surrounded by people. And I had to find my worth and my value without a man or seeing that worth and value without a man in my life, knowing that it exists, whether I have a partner or not, whether I have friends or not, 
like connecting deeply with my love for myself. And I really defined me based on my relationships with others. And as I've told you guys many times, that's a dangerous thing to do because people are funny. You can think someone will be in your life forever and then they're gone. So making my relationship with myself my priority and allowing the solitude and the alone time to grow me has been essential. And I no longer look at it as a curse or a punishment, but as a blessing and an opportunity to reinvent myself, to know me, to love me, so that when I'm ready to engage in, I don't know, friendships or whatever the universe might have for me, that I do so from a healthy perspective. It's challenged me in terms of my relationship with my significant other, and I get frustrated with myself, but learning to be compassionate. But it just exposed so many things in me that I want to work on, work on so I can be the best me. So that I can be, I don't know, just this really evolved human who doesn't get tripped up over other people or jealous of other people and what they have or whatever. But recognizing that there's love and light and beauty and goodness in everybody. I was making my significant others, previous relationships and friendships, like I was making those people out to be the bad guy because I was hurt and I was jealous. And it wasn't even about them. It was about me. But putting the focus on those people and judging them and their lives, it just I had to step back and say, like, really, Bernadette? Like, those people are living their life and being happy and... I'm over here feeling a certain type of way because they had a connection to my significant other. Like, there again, it sounds really ignorant and like ridiculous to say, but it's my reality and I can't get free if I sugarcoat it or deny what I was truly feeling. But in my meditation, I'm learning to look deeply into the nature of things. And... What I realized is that those people who were in his life, the people he loved, who loved them, the hearts he broke, the ones who broke his heart, like that's life. And those people and, and my significant other have their own dreams and hopes and desires, and we're all just doing the best we can. And to put myself either above them or below them is the job of the ego. The ego is the one who looks at other people and says, I have to be better than this person. I have to look better, be smarter, whatever. When honestly, I can just drop that and not care. <laughs> the easier path, the higher path is to drop it all and just live my life to the best of my ability. Love unconditionally, compassionately. Not just the people who I want to love, but like everybody. Again, that's the higher path. And my mission right now is to address the ego, address the low vibrational energies when they come, like anger, fear, jealousy, insecurity, and ascend to the next level of my freedom. So friends, 
I hope you're well. And as always, I wish you love, light, and positive energy. Bye.